Hello, welcome to Adventures with Words, where we explore storytelling in all its forms. I'm Rob, and this week I'm rather inspired by Kate's uh, solo podcast, her Shelfie Tour, so I thought I would actually do the same. So just to paint the picture of what I've got, I've got two of those IKEA Billy bookcase, bookcases, I think they're called. Um, Kate's actually got three, I drew the shorts drawn and have ended up with sort of two and a half. But I thought I'd give you a quick tour around the bookshelves as what well, with my birthday coming up and Christmas and probably have a few more books arriving. So this is sort of a state of play before all that happens. So I think I've done this before with my Kindle, but we'll start off um, these, this time around. It's all the physical books that I've got. Now, um, I don't know whether this is just because of the way they set out the shelves or whether this is actually accurate or not. But I've got all my big heavy duty hardbacks on the bottom two shelves. I think I thought when we were moving in. This would be a good idea to sort of like anchor the shelves or weigh them down. So along the bottom, we've got some some of the larger books that I own. Now, this is um, these are the sort of the giant sort of size books. So I've got my comic books, or I suppose my graphic novel collections there. So I've got my Watchmen, a couple of Preachers, this um, very big Walking Dead collection. That I think I got dirt cheap off Amazon when there was some sort of pricing error. Um, it's about 300 pages long, so it's sort of it's quite hefty and a4 size so that sits on the bottom we've got some um, viva dendetta they're moving along got some making of star wars books um the nice tashin um james bond archives books oh i've got some police sirens going along there i've got all my tintins so they're the sort of the, the large size books as well i think i've got all the tintins there along with some asterisks that i've kept from um when i was growing up and then moving along onto the other side, um, the other bookshelves, which has also got the similar books. I've got um, lots of these sort of giant books. So I've got the Harry Potter illustrated ones, if you know, know the ones that I mean. I've got the first two. I haven't got um, the third one yet. You know how big those ones are. And then we've also got some uh, DC Comics year by year, um, which is sort of a nice slipcase edition, which I think I might actually go through. Um, certainly, look up. I always look up in, in these sorts of things the uh, year that I was born. So then, moving up, we've got. Um, now, I probably should point out that a lot of these shelves are actually double stacked. Um, I do need to go through them all again. But we've got some onto my actual hardbacks, the sort of the, the normal novel size. So I've got things like um, Salman Rushdie. I've got David Lagerkrantz's The Girl in the Spider's Web. Um, that's not the new one, but I can see up the top there. I've got The Girl Who Takes an Eye for an Eye, which I still need, still need to read. I've, I've got the other Stieg Larsons there. I've got some of the larger size proofs. I've got A Little Life, that book that I was not particularly fond of in the end. Um, Joe Hill's The Fireman, that's a nice sort of trade paperback size proof. I've got my Stephen King's. Now, he's kind of dotted around the shelves, but I, I've sort of been collecting a few more lately What with all the films that came out. So I've got some of the Dark Tower series. I've got the enormous copy of It that I've got there. Um, I've got The Shining that the um, people at Hodder kindly gave me when it was Stephen King's birthday. They picked me out. And they left a creepy red balloon on my... Um, on my desk at work and I had to go up and collect my prize um some people didn't realize what it was they thought it was my birthday but anyway there you go um I've got some new additions so I've got some books that I've been working on which is um Dan Hardy Park Reptile um I've also got some some things that I've managed to get for free so I've got um the new Dan Brown Orangin I suppose one day I should end up reading that 
Um, I've got the Crystal Maze Challenge. That's one that I've worked on. There's also um, Philip Pullman, The Book of Dust. Now, I'm a late, um, a late comer to the Dark Materials. Still slightly in recovery after the trauma of reading the last one, but I'm thinking I'm going to save this one for Christmas as I like a bit of adventure. I like a bit of a cosy read. And I, I sort of seem to like big books at Christmas um, that I can lose myself in. So... Um, I've heard good things so far, but I think, yeah, The Book of Dust, um, Volume 1, is the one that I'm going to delve into over Christmas. Uh, next to that, I've got The Essex Serpent. Um, that's actually missing its dust jacket, as I've got that elsewhere, as I didn't want to sort of ruin that, its dust jacket, as I was reading out and about. Um, then the next shelf up, I've got yet more hardbacks. Um, Robert Galbraith's Silkworm, I think I've got that one in hardback. Two Anthony um, Horowitz, um, Sherlock Holmes ones. Um, I've got numerous collections of Bond, as I'm a, I'm a big collector of that. Um, they run all the way through my shelves, from the original paperbacks all the way through. It's probably the only sort of books that I have multiple editions of, actually, come to think of that. Um, so not many paperbacks yet, but they're the next shelves up. So this is where I've got... I sort of started off trying to put my books in alphabetical order and that sort of failed miserably, but I've got quite a few Michael Chabons I've collected over the years. Um, I got to meet him lately at Foils for his new book and he was kind enough to sign those. I've got some signed Carol Ann Duffy poetry that I got when I was at university. Um, a few Harry Potter paperbacks dotted here and about. Um, I didn't start buying them in the big hardback until I think it was the Half-Bud Prince. As, I, as again, I was a bit late to the Harry Potter series. I'd watched the films, wasn't that impressed. Um, paperbacks again, we've got uh, yet more Stephen King. Um, After the Crash, uh, Mikhail Boosie. And I've also got somewhere Water Lilies um, as well. I heard a lot about the um, that. I think it's been Thriller of the Month in a few different places. So I must sit down and read those. Uh, Here I am by Jonathan Saffron Foyer. That's signed when I got to meet him, which was um, he did a re- private reading, and there were some pretty lethally um, powerful cocktails were consumed that night. Um, carry on going. What have I got? I've got some Canal Scarred. I'm only sort of reading the first one, but I've been kind enough to get um, all of those so far. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, Kate gave me her Sin City graphic novel collection, which has ended up on a shelf. That's always nice. Then we've got, moving along, I've got some of my favourite books that are sort of sitting there pride of place. So I've got Don's Lillo Libra and also Donna Tartt's Secret History. So they're two books that I discovered on a reading list when I was at university. Uh, Secret History, you can go back and listen to the podcast that we talked about that. Don's Lillo Libra, I'm not sure I've actually spoken to that much on the podcast, but that's um, Don Zillo's look at the JFK assassination. And that was one that we were taught uh, in our American sort of literature class um, and I was absolutely blown away by it. I thought it was absolutely fantastic, even though you kind of know what happens at the end of it all. Um, John McCarry's Night Manager, not a book um, that I've read, but the TV show was so good. I've thought about delving back into that. Um, yet more Stephen King. Yep, I think he must, after Fleming, he must be the author I've got the most books of. Um, although saying that, Michael Crichton, I've got quite a few of his. I've got the hardback of Micro. Um, it was sad when he sort of passed away. Um, Jurassic Park and also weirdly ER were a large part of what I watched sort of in the teenage years um, Douglas Adams another one, got an edition um, one of, a copy of all of his books here, that was a, also a very big part of my uh, childhood listening to the radio show uh, no, I watched the TV show first, then it was the books and then it was the radio show so I'm not sure if that's the right answer or the right way around you're supposed to do it, but that's the way I came to it. So that's got my mum and dad to thank for that. 
Got some John Grisham, uh, John Grisham Camino Island. That was his latest one. I think he's got another one out now. Um, big fan of Grisham. I remember reading The Firm on a rainy holiday, uh, camping somewhere, which I got out of the library. Um, and then I watched the film a few years, no, a few months ago with Kate. Wasn't that impressed. Um, Tom Cruise is all right, but the, wasn't too happy with some of the changes that have been made. Um, then we've got some books that I can still see in their plastic packaging, which is kind of um, unusual. But I've got that J.J. Abrams S book, which is uh, one of those ones where it's sort of like got bits that are inside, you know, pieces of paper and things like that. So I haven't got around to reading that yet. Um, I'm not quite sure how that's, that's, that's a book that will work on Kindle. Then I've got this big hefty thing, um, which is a proof, bizarrely enough, that Kate gave me, which is Sitting on Fire by Garth Risk. Um, Halberg, which is actually in seven parts and it's in a giant box set um, I haven't broken the packaging yet can't believe how much that must have cost them to put together but anyway then um, as we go up the shelves these are definitely all paperbacks uh, so or sort of trade and they're kind of crammed in onto various shelves I should probably sort this out but a few other ones I can see here a signed copy of Neil Gaiman, The View from the Cheap Seats. Um, we've got Homodeus. Uh, we've got things like Mork Mor- Guard. Um, a Girl is a Half-Formed Thing by Amy McBride. That was signed when we met her at Latitude. Um, Mr. Chartwell, Rebecca Hunt. Now, that's a really old one, but it's the first article I got paid to write for um, where I interviewed her, so I've kind of had a soft spot for that book. Um, I must see if I've still got the actual magazine it came out with. But anyway, um, Salman Rushdie's The Golden House, which Kate very kindly got signed and dedicated to me. Um, I wasn't able to meet him, but it's the second best thing, I suppose. Um, some more sort of comic book stuff. I've got Scott Pilgrim's, all of those. Um, big fan of that. And also, I quite like the film, actually, as well. Um, I've got some really outsized McSweeney's. So I've got the one that looks like a severed head, and I've got the one that looks like a newspaper. Um, big fan of the kind of odd McSweeney-style books. They're just fun to look at. They must be so fun to work on. Um, I'm not sure they've done some more of the outlandish stuff lately, but um, it's certainly a talking piece when you've got this box that looks like a man's head there. Uh, two copies of Carton Beats the Devil by Glenn David Gold. That's probably my second favourite book. I've got a signed first edition and the paperback that, again, I read when I was at university. That course was probably one of the best ones I've been to or studied on. Getting to read Don DeLillo, Donna Tartt. It's where I first encountered Michael Chabon with Cavalier and Clay. Glenn David Gold. There was also things like Neuromancer, um really really sort of ticked all the boxes of the books that i'm sort of interested in um oh got a copy of george lucas a life by brian j jones that is one that we published but that's one i'm going to read over christmas of course we've got a new star wars coming out so um and that is also another big part of my childhood uh a few books by mark commode so there's actually not much non-fiction on here i tend to read non-fiction sort of as a kindle or an ebook um I've got Terry Gilliam's book and a Monty Python book, but they're kind of books that you have to read as a physical object because they're just so beautifully put together. But a lot of the non-fiction I read, they tend to be more ebook. Um, probably because I'm not going to go back to them again. I think once I've read them or someone's stories or something like that, uh, I don't really tend to keep them. The only one I can kind of see on here is Michael Palin's diaries. I'm still pondering through his halfway to Hollywood, but then he's going to get to... Uh, his trips around the world and obviously 
Python and Palin and all that sort of stuff are all very big parts of my childhood. Um, still more workbooks that I can see. Um, we get to a bit. We get to a bit wobbly with the stacking as we go on. Uh, I've got a John Grisham paperback, uh, To Kill the President, Sam Bourne. Those are two recent purchases I think I got in a supermarket. Um, Harper Lee's Ghost Set of Watchmen. Now, not always keen on that book, but then I think it was sort of an odd place. It's an odd literary find. So I've kept that one. Um, also along with the Harry Potter and the Cursed Child script book, um, probably never going to read it but we had so much fun seeing the play and going to the midnight launch i've just kind of kept it it's it's sort of nostalgia we've all got those sorts of books um and then moving along i found yet more stephen king uh so yes i should probably gather those all together and get them in place um the muse by jesse burton which i still haven't got around to reading um, a John Le Carre collection. I've never read any John Le Carre, but I think he's sort of the author that I would quite like to to read. I keep stepping back and forth on a rather squeaky floorboard, I'm afraid. Sorry about that. Um, and that's kind of it for my shelves so far. Um, as I said, most of the stuff I've got that I'm probably reading at the moment is either on Kindle or we've got proofs. Um, the problem with when you're working on a book, sometimes you can't mention what you're working on at work. Um, a few other spots. I've got uh, a Lee Child. I don't think um, sixty-one hours. Don't think I've ever read a Lee Child. Um, a book. Got some Brett Easton Ellis. So he was another one that I discovered at university. But I was I met him at Latitude probably about five or six years ago and got what I could signed by him. Um, he was an interesting character, putting it mildly. Uh, Alex Garland's The Beach, that was the first book they made us read at our undergraduate course at university. I think it was a popular book that they kind of wanted us to ease us all in with. Um, I haven't read it since yet, but I do remember it sort of having quite an effect on us all. Um, I've seen the film like once or twice, can't quite remember anyway. Uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norell, Susanna Clark. Um, I enjoyed the TV show. Didn't quite ever get around to finishing that, I think. I think I was just intrigued by all the different footnotes that she put in. It kind of built this sort of very believable world, sort of in the same way that J.K. Rowling does, but obviously J.K. Rowling doesn't do it without, does it without the footnotes. But it kind of just had this sort of feeling of truth and reality into it that I thought was quite fun. Um... Super Gods by Grant Morrison. Now, this is a history of sort of superheroes. So, big comic book fan. Um, I kind of grew up with the DC comics, particularly Batman and Superman. I saw Justice League, by the way, as a side note. Rather enjoyed it, as did Kate. I know my brother in particular says I've got a blind spot to the DC movies as he can't stand some of them, but Kate did enjoy uh, that one, I have to say. Princess Diaries by Carrie Fisher. I got this last Christmas, but I do want to get around to reading this. I think I was a bit sort of still a bit numb when she died. She was a big character and growing up as uh, Princess Leia. Um, and I think that is about it for the bookshelf tour. Um, we've got rid of a lot of books lately, basically to make room for a few more. But... Uh, I'm expecting a few possibly to arrive this Christmas, but my shelves are in such a state now where I'm cramming the books on top of each other, or they're kind of like double stacked. I haven't been able to actually go through all of them without fear of them all toppling over. Uh, death by book, I mean, if it's good enough for Howard's End, the shelves falling over, then, you know, who knows? And then I've got a few sort of weird oddities that I've got on my shelves. So I've got a talking Chewbacca that Kay got me for Christmas. I've got some Tintin models. Um, a game called Exploding Kittens, which is like a card game. Um, 
still in its packaging. We should probably get that all out. Um, I've still got my Northern Lights, my various copies of Northern Lights here. And uh, on top, we've got some Star Wars Lego, as Kate keeps buying me Star Wars Lego, but then doesn't really let me put them out anywhere. So I have to hide them behind things on my shelves. So anyway, that is my sort of shelfy tour, um, or whistle-stop tour through that. Uh, if you would like to keep up to date with what I'm doing during the week, you can follow me at Rob Chilver on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I've just launched a new newsletter. Today was the second issue where I talk about kind of books, but also technology. Uh, this week I was talking about my relationship with my Kindle. I didn't really get a Kindle until I left Waterstones, but now I kind of am sold on the convenience of e-books. And certainly when you're commuting through London, it's a lot easier than trying to lug out a giant hardback on the tube. You can, find, you can sign up for that at paperypixels.com. Um, if you'd like to send us a, a message about any of the books that we mentioned, you, we're on Twitter, at Word Adventures. You can send us an email, contact at adventuresofthewords.com. We're at adventuresofthewords.com, where you can also leave us a voicemail, and you can find us on Facebook. So Kate and I will both be back next week, and we'll be talking about what we're up to and what we've been reading. But for now, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.